0: Lay Zer Yeah, yeah. E is in the building yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night Till the morning
1: we dream so long Anybody ever wonder when they would see the sun Just remember when we come on show
0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast, previewing the 2022 St. Jude Championship, the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, In order to do so, you can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick, and my co-host is always on Twitter at uh, DFS Golf Gods. Jesse. How we doing, man? I almost did the podcast. I almost (laughs) did the podcast there. I was really out of zone. How we doing?
1: It's about the first time I've ever heard you fuck that up.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a a Monday. It's a Monday. That's all I I can say. Yeah. But uh, how's everything going? I'm good. How are you? Good, doing good. Um, fun weekend uh, of golf. Tom Kim took the world by storm. Uh, anybody that was in our Discord and probably many other chats elsewhere after the quad on his opening hole was like, "F this! What the?" F? And <laughs> I was heavy. I was heavy. Tom Kim, but um, and uh, just to watch him battle back, I was like, "Holy crap! This kid did something else." So that was yeah. fun to see.
1: Yeah, that's quite. That's quite the turnaround from. You know, opening up four over par and then finishing. He won by like twenty five. under. Yeah, one shoot nine under on Sunday crazy. <laughs> and
0: he was unconscious. Now, like I think it was like six under on the front or something. I got to watch a lot of it, not all of it, but it was. He just made it look easy. Even uh, Jeff Feinberg, who pretty much anybody, everybody knows, he tweeted it, and I was laughing at it. It was like on a, I think it was a par three. He he was feeling it with the putter, and it was like the sixteenth maybe, and he just blew it by, just blew it by by like. It felt like 10 feet and i was gonna go and he's like a bogey free round going he's gonna like find a way to screw this thing up and then he just walks it in he literally walked it in from the par i was like oh my gosh the mojo in this guy it was it was unbelievable so <laughs> that was fun to see uh, he shot eight under on the front eight under yeah i knew it was something it was just lights out it was ridiculous because there was at one point yeah he, he was like a 14 or 15 and I went to do something with the little one for like maybe 10 minutes, it felt like. And I came back, and he already gained like three more shots. I'm like, what in the world just happened here? So you had to have an eagle birdie is what it came down to. But, um, yeah, he was feeling it. Sungjae didn't do much on Sunday, but uh, back-to-back second-place finishes for Sungjae. So that was that was good to see. Uh, we had a lot of withdrawals. Uh, we had um, the, a lot the, of weather. Combined, the weather made things really rough. Yeah. So guys are like, screw it. I'm out. Screw yeah. this game. I'm already screwed. I'm I'm done um shane lowry was at minus one looked like the cut was be minus two became minus one <laughs> so he had to hop on the pj saturday morning to fly back to carolina he, had to come, he left yeah something he had to fly back oh, on. Wow. He had to get on the pj to fly he left. back he was in florida um when he got the notice because they finished the round saturday morning and um when smotherman missed the birdie and then double bogeyed it changed the cut line from two to one there was like literally three guys three or four guys left on the course that's it
1: yeah, I, yeah, I I, I I saw all that Friday night, and then I saw the. I woke up early enough to like kind of follow it a little bit on Twitter. I didn't watch any of it, but to see the cut line because it, it was basically either I was going to get five of six because I had Webb, and obviously he wasn't going to make it, or I was going to get like two of six. Yep. Yeah, it was. It
0: was, it, was <laughs> and wild. it was. I wasn't the only one in the in no. boat. I know that. That's why I tried to tell people I like, get our chat like, oh, we want minus one. I said, no, you don't like yeah we don't no you don't 87 golfers made the cut it's like the most i think since they started this day or something like that they're saying this is why the mdf was created for those that might remember what that was uh it was just insanity so uh, a lot of six of sixes went through this weekend that uh, didn't even cash i saw so that was a very very exciting situation but um yeah lowry had to get back on the pj saturday morning it was very entertaining to see um see that one take place it's nice to have that kind of luxury it's almost like he has a live paycheck but um (laughs) There was just it was it was fun. It was good golf. A lot of new guys. Uh, you know, if you made your Asian lineups, that people said because there's great history there, it worked out pretty darn good. I mean, they were uh, like they
1: were in the top six. There was yeah. six Asians, including Kira I
0: was like, your boy. I, yeah. I almost texted you. I said, "You having a vape for the boy or what?" He had his, a hell of
1: a fucking Saturday round, man. His Sunday or... though, like
0: they kept showing him because he was kind of on the bubble of getting into the 125, and that boy just couldn't make a putt on Sunday. It was rough to watch. Yeah, he had he so many even. chances so many chances just could not make a putt it was tough tough to see yeah. um I think if he was like two under two or three under on the day he would have been in the Saint Jude this week it was a tough one to watch it was it hurt but that was that's the beauty of that event like we talk about it in a few weeks of the corn Ferry finals they they do a great job of advertising like on like keeping you up to date on who's gonna get their card who's not they tried a little bit with the FedEx. they need to do more uh, yeah. even like Max Homa and some other guys were tweeting out Friday night that goes, we need a live feed of Austin Smotherman's like, you guys need to get this together here. Come on. Right.
1: Right. I mean, it was huge. Like it's for a lot of different reasons, but especially those particular guys who were on the bubble. Yeah. I get,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's like, come on, get to your target demo. Let's make this happen. But uh, Yeah. yeah, other than that, it was, it was a fun week at golf. Nothing too crazy. Um, guys resting up getting ready for uh, the Saint you the top 125 in the fedEx will technically the top like 139 if you break it down because 14 live guys are not making this so they, they become the top 125. We're gonna have 122 because um, Fleetwood is not going to be there he's mourning the death of his mother still he said he might not even play the whole playoffs so uh, he might the next time you see him apparently he'll be on the DP world tour um burger still having back issues it sounds like so that's no good and lanto griffin is uh doing, dealing with an injury as well and uh, those guys might not even i don't even, I think they qualify for next week but they have a long shot to get to the top 30 at east lake so it'll be yeah. interesting to see what takes place there but uh what do you have for past event history cuz this is a different um i guess uh event technically for this tournament in a weird way if that makes sense
1: yeah it's it, it well, originally was the like at this golf course it was this FedEx, or it was just the St. Jude Classic, mm-hmm. and then FedEx came in and made it was a WGC as a WGC FedEx, and now it's WCG FedEx St. Jude Invitational, sponsored by FedEx. Um,
0: by w- By way uh, of UPS too, FedEx. Yeah, I mean it's
1: I, I don't even know. But long story short, they've we've got plenty of course history with uh, TPC Southland there in Memphis, um, which I'm sure you'll talk about. Uh, but Last last year, uh, Abraham Anser won this tournament, sixteen under in a playoff over Sam Burns and Hideki. Two thousand twenty was JT's year, um, thirteen under, three shots over Berger, Kepka, Tom Lewis, Phil Mickelson. Two thousand nineteen was was Kepka, sixteen under, three shots over uh, Webb Simpson. Uh, JT has actually won this twice. His first time was in two thousand eighteen. Actually, that was the Bridgestone. So, yeah. just check that. Just yeah, I, Just the for last part, th- I said the that last the last three, three years. years. Yeah. yeah, DJ won this in two thousand. Won at this golf tournament and won this actual golf tournament at this course in two thousand eighteen.
0: But. And yeah. what's gonna be what's gonna be really weird is because yeah, it was the WGC St Jude. So it's a different time of year. I think it was like pretty close to after the British. I think it was what it f- like felt like a week or two. It was after in the British.
1: like June. It was it was I, right I, before it was, it maybe. It was no, it was right before. Um, it, for a while, it was right before the U.S. Open.
0: Okay, that's what it was. I remember it was like yeah, the summer event because they go down there and get tuned up. But because you know, DJ
1: like, one year played nine holes at this event and then right. got on a private exactly. jet and flew to Oregon because they were playing or but, uh, I think it's Oregon. Yeah the um the one that he ended up winning i think
0: yeah uh, uh why am i totally blanking on abandoned dunes yeah yeah whatever yeah. it's called yeah um but that was top 75 in the world golf rankings uh yeah the st jude classic obviously has more of a full field different type of event though And if you look on Fancy National, one thing to check, if you look at past event history, it takes you to the Northern Trust because the Northern Trust used to be the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. So keep that in mind. You can change it around and look for um, WGC St. Jude and everything, but it's a little different. So don't just go straight off the first click you make on that, like I did for about five minutes and realized, wait a minute, this ain't right. And um, that made sense as well. So event history, there will be a little different because Tony Fina won that event last year when he finally broke through with his first when um, not in the um, you know the islands, so that was big for him. A lot has changed since then, obviously. but um, Chambers yeah. Bay. That's what Chambers the golf Bay. course, there Chamber's go. Bay, not Bannon. Bannon was a different year, Sorry. Chamber's yeah. Bay. No, it's good. I'm glad you got it because <laughs> someone would have yelled at me somewhere along the line on this one. Um, you're an idiot. what are you doing recording the <laughs> podcast? I'm not, me. I've heard it all. But, um, I guarantee it as many as you record. <laughs> you've heard uh, TPC. You mentioned TPC South. When we love TPC courses because they're usually high scoring, not so much this one. As you heard Jesse talk about scores, you can score here. Don't get me wrong, but this is a much more than a wide open resort course like most TPCs. It's a par 70, 7,233 yards can stretch out to close to 7,300 depending on how they set it up. Fairways aren't super wide, but not super narrow. They're pretty average, but you have to hit them because the rough is super penal. Bermuda, it's Bermuda throughout the course pretty much. Um, Very, very penal Bermuda um, roughs, and the greens are super firm and fast. So if you're getting out of the rough, you're not going to be able to get them to stick on the green, so you're going to have to get at scrambling. Something to think about if you look at a lot of these past winners here, like uh, you can bomb it, or you can be like a DJ or a JT, use a lot of three woods and, and uh, just hit your precision shots. Or you mentioned answer and uh, some of these other guys that have done well here. And it makes a lot of sense. Um, tons of water. Water is on eleven holes here. Comes into play. In recent years, it has the most water penalties on tour, even more than the Honda, which we always sit there and go, "Oh crap!" About this one eats people alive if you're wayward, and that happens a lot if you're not sitting in the fairway. So, fairway finding is very, very key. You'll get your opportunities uh, for birdies in that regard. Otherwise, you're just scrambling to save par at that point in time. These uh, greens are fast and firm, but very, very pure. You'll hear these guys talk about if if they like putting on Bermuda, they're going to love these greens. That's something to look at. A lot of shots range from like 125 to 175-ish. So your mid iron play seems to be pretty prominent here. It's not as much a wedge fetch because guys are laying up more to get the next shot in. Um, A lot of the par fours are 450 to 500. Um, the, fi- the two par fives are very very gettable. Obviously, you got to take advantage of that. And the par threes are shorter than we've been seeing lately. None of them are over um, over 196 yards. As I look at the scorecard in recent weeks, we've had a lot of 200, 220 plus par threes, which become very challenging as well. So it's a shot maker's course. Obviously, tee to green game is going to be tremendous. I think I read somewhere that. Um, it's like three out of the four or four of the last five winners at this golf course we're all top five in tee to green by the end of the weekend that sounds like a simple thing to do but when we go to these other bomb and gouge courses that's not as necessarily the same thing so it's very important to be very precise from tee to green so what do you got for us stats on this one
1: so you're not saying it's as much of a luck box putting
0: week no you got to be able to get there to give yourself a chance and then Putting that will work here, but yeah, no. The luck this isn't like I can hit it anywhere and just wedge it up there and then luck box putt. No, this is you got to have your shit together yeah. to have a chance. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think you hit on a lot of the things as far as like accuracy off the tee is important. um Par five scoring generally every week matters. uh Stroke scanned approach, and then obviously plenty of course history that I wait as well.
0: righty let's take a look at the DK picks on the week, and for once we have a lot of 9 and 10k golfers yeah, this is a shit. beautiful beautiful thing and it's like a major event we got the top players in the world so um and again it's uh there'll be 122 golfers uh, it's still T65 and ties get into the weekend top 70 make it the next week's uh round of the FedEx playoffs we we'll keep that in mind but seven guys 10k and above Roy McElroy at 11,000 Scotty Scheffler at 108 Xander 106 Cam Smith at 105 Patrick Cantlay at 103 JT at 102 and John Rom, how the mighty have fallen down to $10,000 so what do you got for us in this range cuz it's loaded yeah definitely most definitely
1: loaded uh my, my my favorite play up here is going to be Patrick Cantlay um you know he finished 2nd the Rocket Mortgage 4th at the Scottish Open I think he missed the cut at the British at the Open Championship maybe um for whatever reason no I got him. I got him, on I
0: got him T8 at the Open there we
1: go T8 so that's Three straight top tens for him. I mean, he's just trending toward a win. He's got decent course history. 23rd, 35th, 12th. Um, almost didn't click him, but I, just looking at like how well he's been playing recently, I think he's eventually going to win. If you know, It might be one of these three next events um, if it's not some Rando event in the fall. Uh, Cam Smith I think is fine. Scotty Scheffler, I think is fine too. And then, of course, Rory. I mean, Rory's played here plenty um we know how good he's been playing this year i think he's fine but you know if i'm gonna narrow it down to one person it's gonna be cantley for me
0: yeah recent form is gonna be a massive piece of what i want to look at here, like just overall uh, uh, finishes and that's why i have cantley checked off as well out of like the 10k and above range he's ranked 39th in my model he's only john roms ranked he's 41st worse in out of these seven guys in my model but you mentioned that the finishing positions from cantley of late have been outstanding um, he just really, really locked in the moment. He's third and birdie or better in the last 24 rounds, eighth and scrambling, which is going to be very big. Saving par on a lot of these holes is going to be very, very vital to making things happen out here. So, I'm, I got Cantley checked off as well, like Cam Smith. Um, it is a little scary because, like we talked about at the open championship, um, you can be a little wayward at the open out there at St. Andrews, here, not as much. And Cam likes to be wayward with the tee shot, so much riskier but still if he's on he's one of the best in this field no doubt about it all these guys are and then i got scotty Scheffler checked off as well you can go anywhere you want up here i'm not gonna argue with you but uh, those are the three i got i got checked off and I, i'm thinking cantley comes in rather low owned in this group That's i think you
1: will i i think you will too um there's just so many names up here i mean so many good golfers jt always gets everyone's gonna field.
0: play jt for yeah.
1: sure Everyone. i mean rom maybe get some um, his i mean at it's...
0: 10k people probably like flock to that i would think.
1: It's crazy though how bad how bad he's been. Well, I mean, relatively speaking, you know. Well, yeah, in, in ROM terms, <laughs> he's been bad. Right. Like he's
0: finished thirty fourth of the Open and fifty fifth of the Scotch. Is the last two events I got. But right. For yeah, Ron, but he hasn't like, missed a cut since top October. Yeah, we're expecting top tens everywhere from Rom. Yeah, right. like and In a win this,
1: at some point, you know, I mean, he did win the, the outside of Mexico.
0: Open. But does that right. really count? Like, really? Really? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that feel was pretty weak that's like tony Fino in you know in puerto rico like does that really count but uh, i guess it does it counted in the in the bank account that's for darn sure but uh you know it, honestly if i wednesday i'm making lineups and i see roms projected less than 10 percent like i will probably end up loading up on rom because as bad as he's playing i prefer can over rom if anybody could take a few weeks off and you know get right that guy is one that can be very, very enticing. But uh, that's what I'm saying now on a Monday afternoon. We'll see how the uh, the week shakes out. Oh, uh, all right, 9K range. You got Fitzpatrick at 98. Finau after back-to-back dubs and a week off at 97. Willie Z at 95. Cam Young up to 93, getting some respect. Jordan Spieth at 91 and Vic Hovland at 9,000. Another pretty strong range, Jesse.
1: Yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick for me, um, he's got – pretty good course history 57th last year sixth the year before that fourth the year before that so does have two top tens almost two top fives and three appearances here and obviously we just know how well he's been playing of late cam young at 9300 um definitely gets my interest uh you know second his last time out the at the rocket mortgage classic obviously was in contention um at the open championship uh and and you know he's he hits it really far but pretty accurate and hits a shit ton of greens um and has been scrambling very well of late as well so when he misses it he's been getting up and down which is um obviously something that uh that you want out of a golfer and then last but not least jordan spieth 12th 30th 12th in his last three appearances at this golf course uh and it's just jordan spieth um i don't know I, I i think he's got a a chance to get into that top 10 this week
0: yeah, this is a fun range. Uh, I love Fitzpatrick. I'm hoping that like my model has him as 38th. I'm hoping other people don't have him high and he kind of gets overlooked. But uh, he's 10th stroke gained off the tee, 10th birdie or better, 11th tee to green, first and scrambling over the last 24 rounds. We know, Like you said, he won the U.S. Open. Like I, I love what we got. Talking about fairway finding. He's, he struggled of late finding the fairway, but a pretty consistent guy overall. So I'd like to uh, see some more from him. Uh I want to see what Finau's ownership looks like. It's, it's hard to keep going back to him after back-to-back wins and a week off, but he's first. It's, every stat's amazing with him. It's, he's so locked in right now. It's stupid. First yeah. tee to green, fourth scrambling, second birdie. He's go down the list. He's crushing everything. So Finau is very, very enticing at 97. Uh, Cam Young at 9,300. I like a lot. I'm with you on that one. Fifth and birdie are better. Second and tee to green over the last 24 rounds in this field. And then Spieth and Hovland are both very, very much in play. That course history for Spieth. It's always plus. He's got those courses he loves, and it usually does not fail. So right. that's one I, uh, I like a lot with him. Hovland at 9K is going to be a tough one to pa- – well, the next guy we're going to talk about is going to be real tough to pass on. But uh, Hovland at 9K, he's a guy that we just, I can see winning this, but also like just completely shitting the bed. So that will be a, an interesting one to kind of, as the week goes on, see where the ownership lands on that one. I think it will be pretty popular, but we'll have to wait and see. 8K range. Somehow, I know he's been struggling. A couple missed cuts in a row. Colin Moore-Cow is 8,700 bucks. A thing I never thought I would see again. Sam Burns is 86, Sungjae, 85, Hideki 84, Shane Lowry 83, Billy Howard 82, Neiman 81, and Tom Kim is $8,000. The chalkiest played. No, I was kidding. What do you got in this range?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's plenty here too. Sam Burns would be my, my top play, but I think he's going to be extra chalky on DraftKings. Um, I've already seen his name a couple times, and I know people are betting him on Twitter, so that always tends to inflate ownership. He did finish second here last year. Um, you know, his, his recent form is not, like, off the charts. He does have a win over the last couple months, so pretty solid there. Sung Jae, man, back-to-back top twos like you talked about. Um, he has made, you know, decent finishes here the last couple tries, 46th and 35th. I mean, not not great, great, but... Um, not terrible either. So I- I'll take that, especially with this current form of back-to-back top twos. Lowry, um, the model likes him quite a bit. His course history is pretty good. Twenty-third, sixth, thirtieth. Did finish DFL last week of the guys who made the cut. Uh, but like you said, he I guess he was in a rush to yeah. come back. Um, I don't
0: even know why he flew back the way he finished. Like he clearly did not care to be there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm. I'm also kind of surprised myself, but I'm also surprised that he left knowing that there was
0: there was a chance
1: really a good chance that it was yeah, going to go back to one I, that, that blows my mind and then tom kim man eight thousand. i mean why fade the hot hand you know i mean obviously coming off the win has just been playing out of his mind 20 or 7th of the rocket mortgage 26th at 3m uh third at the scottish open just playing really good golf i don't know why you know i mean so i don't know if that is, i don't it'd be interesting to see where his ownership's gonna be like but Coming off the win, I don't know why you wouldn't play him. He's just playing well, and I, you know he has to play even better to advance. I'm, I would assume. I don't know what his position I is. I think
0: he's like thirty second.
1: Oh, did he jump up that high?
0: Yeah, because he got five hundred points for the win. I get already like four eighty before that. So he has almost a thousand points. I I want to say he's like thirty second. Like he's he's up there, well, which is crazy. There you go. I, I could be wrong, but I thought that's what I saw. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. Like Colin Morikawa, huh? We're like. It feels so weird passing on him here, even though he's playing so bad. He's still ninth in my model, but uh, it's been brutal. Been pretty brutal lately. Yeah, yeah. Tough. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. It's so tough. I don't mind the Burns call. I like Sungjae a lot. Um, I would love to play Adeky, but the back issues, the withdrawals, I'm terrified. He would be perfect for this golf course, but I'm gonna have to pass on him for now. Uh, Lowry rates out well, but I'm going to go to Billy Ho at 82. We're talking about a, you know, he's eighth in fairways game, um, sixth in scrambling. Like, he's great around the green. Like this is a guy that that can really uh, give you some chances on a place where you don't have to go super low. So I like Billy Ho in that regard, and I don't mind Tom Kim either. So I'm with you on that one. This 8K range is very tricky for me. Cause there's a lot of guys I want to play, but I can make arguments in this range more so than others to be like, no, nope, we're going to pass on him. We're going to pass on him, and we're going to like focus over here. And I think Billy Ho hopefully comes in low owned we'll see he gets more popular each week which really sucks but uh we'll see how that goes 75 to 79 you got homa henley hatton riley wise pendrith Connors, Seamus, mito bradley scott sebez what do you like here
1: uh henley at 7800 i mean you talk about a guy who just you know obviously is very good usually Tita to green um i don't know why you wouldn't play him Course history is a little sketch. The last start here he had here was 2017. He, he missed the cut, but seventh before that, missed cut before that, 27th before that. So I feel like he's playing better, though. Where did he finish last week? Do you have that? Which guy?
0: Uh, Henley. Yeah, he finished. I had him in my one and done. He played very well. There it is. Um, I believe it was like fourth, uh,
1: fifth. Fifth, yeah.
0: I, I knew he had a, a solid finish. It's just. Yeah, he's kind of puttered out towards the end, too. Here. He was He was contending for a little bit there.
1: Uh, and then 7,700, Aaron Wise, another guy, just Tito Green, is solid week in, week out, um, made the cut last week, uh, made the cut at the U.S. Open, the Memorial, so has been playing solid golf. And then Bezenhut, the, the model likes him. He finished 20th here back in 2020, um, 16th at the Scottish Open, second to John Deere, you know, playing solid golf. So at 7,500, I think he's fine as well.
0: Yeah, this is this is Team Always Max show. So Max Homa will be in play once again on this course. We'll we'll roll with Max. I Love Henley. He's one of my favorite plays. Was, he's one of my favorite plays last week. Worked out well. I'll go right back to him. Third in my model, first in approach, second opportunities gained, tenth in uh, greens and rake. twelfth in fairways gained, ninth tee to green. He's really playing well the last twenty four rounds. So I don't mind some Henley. I like Wise as well. He really came on over the weekend. He, he snuck into the cut and then came on strong over the weekend. I'll go that route again just find the fairway He's 93rd in this field and fairways the last 24 rounds, which is slightly concerning, but uh, hopefully that one sticks together. And then Taylor Pendrith, he rates out really well. I'm just really nervous. Like he's forgot the that bombs that he finds the fairway better, more often than not, which is actually pretty good compared to most. He's 12th and T degree in the last 24 rounds. I'm still a little nervous, but uh, if he can pipe it and keep it in the fairway, we have some, some good stuff there. So I'll go with Pendrick hopefully lower owned because Connors is always popular. So, uh at the 76. Mito rates out so well, but he's playing so He's missed four straight cuts, Jesse. Like, I can't touch the guy.
1: Yeah, it's been rough since the PGA Championship. He's eighth in my model. I just don't know what well, stats
0: they're looking at. It's he mind-boggling. Actually,
1: he actually played better after 7 13th after the PGA Championship, and then, yeah, like you said, four straight miscuts. yeah.
0: It's been a rough go of late. I guess that's only eight rounds because he didn't make the cut, so the other 16 rounds were good rounds of golf. That's probably why he's rated so high. Yeah. Uh, 7K to 7,400, what are you looking at?
1: Uh, Thigala, 7,400, just going to play him every week, um, like I've talked about in the past. I'm not falling for the Webb Simpson trap again this week, so if you want to go back to Webb, that's probably, like, a good thing if you want to play Webb. Um I'm not going to play him. He uh, it was some absolute horseshit last weekend. Norin 7200. Course history is uh one start, finished 12th. That's fine. Second place at the Barracuda, 30th at the Scottish Open. Um in his last two starts, Cam Davis, man, he's been playing really solid golf. One start here he finished 60th last year, which I, I'm pretty sure was a no-cut event. Then um I don't know, whatever. It's it's too damn complicated to figure out, but 14th, 16th, 6th, 8th in his last four starts. So very solid for him. Scott Stallings actually had some good course history. And then you throw that in with the fact that he's playing good golf. Why would you not play Scott Stallings? It's terrifying. It's terrifying.
0: I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop, but it has not dropped yet.
1: Oh, 1,000%. Like,
0: yeah.
1: uh, and then Griot at 7,000 would be my last, uh, in this range, uh, back-to-back top twos for him, uh, which is, Pretty, pretty good. Uh, the course history is uh, non-existent, so just good luck. I mean, he's literally like a – I think a solid GBP play because of that because he has no course history, so maybe he plays really well here. Maybe he doesn't. But it's, if it's not a putting fest, that, that's in Gr- GRIOS' f- favor
0: typically. In a big, big way. I uh, don't mind T'Golo. You said he he's, can go high or low at all times. I think JT Post on the 37th of my model coming in pretty good form, 21st of the Wyndham, 11th of the 3M – uh, obviously, a win about a month or so ago. So you can look at uh, JT. C. Wu. people will see the withdrawal last week. He made the cut. When the rain hit on Saturday, he's like, screw this. I'm not going to win. I'm out. Like he He's like 10 or 11 shots off the lead. He's like, yeah, I don't need to hang around for this. So he bounced. Uh, prior to that, 14th at the Rocket Mortgage, 15th at the Open. I think Siwoo at 73 always has some uh, GPP appeal. Just know him. he could leave at any moment in time. Love Cam Davis to 72. I've been playing him every week. That's not going to change this week. I'm with you on Scott Stallings. He's 12th in my model. It's hard to ignore how good he's been. It's pretty crazy. And then Brendan Steele at uh, 7K. He's 13th in my model, 5th off the tee, 5th in approach, 7th uh, from tee to green over the last 24 rounds. Uh, Scrambling is less than ideal for Steele, and it's always the putter like we talked about, but it's not luck box putting week, so that's always big. So I think Brendan Steele at $7,000 rates out really, really well for this event, especially just a fairway finding mission. He finished third at the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, so I like some uh, Brendan Steele in this one. What do you got in the six K range?
1: Uh, start up top with Hubbard at 6,900. nine hundred. Keep going. Just I guess. I mean, did he make the cut last week?
0: Mm-hmm. On the number snuck in at that minus one.
1: All right, well, that's that is excellent. And then uh, obviously missed the cut the week before that. But course history is okay. He hasn't played here since two thousand seventeen. Finished forty seventh. Missed cut the year before that. Forty fifth the week the year before that. So not terrible Alex Smalley at 6,800 um never played here but the model seems to like him all right Streelman, same same scenario except for he has played here 35th last year Missed cut in 2014 60th in uh a couple years before that and has made four straight cuts on tour um I don't think he played last week Knox is all right Trey Mullinax man I mean the guy finished sixth here in 2018 18th the year before that. So solid course history. Obviously has the win in his bag over the last month at the Barbasol Championship, a.k.a. the sixth major. So um, I think he's I think he's really solidly in play at 6,500. And that's all I really got down here, man. I mean, there's some other guys you might click on, like Hayden Buckley, uh, Grayson Sig, if you want to get, you know, if you're way down toward the bottom down there. But that's about as
0: far down as I'm willing to go as uh Mullinax. Yeah, we have a lot of similar ones. I had Hubbard checked off because I, I love everything about Hubbard. He makes he makes a sweat, but if he, when he's on, he can really go. So I like that. Smalley is playing really good golf, as you mentioned. Taylor Moore at 6800 bucks is another guy I will uh, take a stab on this week. Uh, he finished uh, fifth at the Wyndham, sixth at sixth the Rocket Mortgage, 21st at the sixth major of the year, the Barbasol. So uh, Taylor Moore is one I can uh, get behind. Brandon Wu playing some good golf right now, if you want to ride current form. Uh, Troy Merritt, 59th in my model, at third and fairways gained, if we want to um, go with that angle in this one. Coming in with uh, some pretty okay form. 14th the Rock and Mortgage, 49th at 3M, 30th at the Scottish Open. So he can be a fun one uh, in that price range. Callum Tarrant's a guy I keep going to, super risky, but got upside. I actually had Trey Molinex checked off as well, which surprised me. And then a couple other darts. I, uh, I could see Kurt Kitayama, who can play well in big fields. So he's not scared of the moment. Water uh, courses, accuracy courses, actually fa- uh, farewell for him, even though he's 102 in the field and fairways gained. He's actually been pretty good in that regard. And then T dunks, he missed on the number, missed the cut of the number as he trunk slammed on Friday. Uh, so I could go back to be 32nd in my model, uh, 10th in scrambling, 12th in fairways gains. So I don't mind going back to T dunks if you need to as well. All right, 10K and above, where are you going? Um, I will say, can't lay. Since you took Canley, that's my number one pick. I will go to Scotty Scheffler, but uh, Cantley is the dog. 9K range. Um, I'm
1: going
0: to say Cam Young. I like that. I'll go Fitzpatrick, 8K range. Sun Jay. I am going to go with Billy Ho, 75 to 79. Henley. Yeah, that's the play. I'll go Max Homa to keep things like uh, you know what, we do on the show 7k to 75. T'gala. I'll take Cam Davis and then 6k range. Um, Molinax, I'll go with um, Smalley. That'd be my guy, Smalley. All right, if you're starting a cash game lineup and it's the last week to do it, if you're gonna do it at all, where would you be uh, starting things out?
1: Yeah, Sam Burns and Sung I think, are are solid uh, right there and in, in, in decent price ranges as well um and then you know you can go with henley as is, is borderline for me just because of the he hasn't played here in a while but he's playing well enough so i'm gonna say henley
0: yeah i was gonna say henley like horschel and m that's where i'd go right out the gate right in that mid-range there's so leaves you a lot of flexibility to make some things happen if you're gonna play a gpp lineup though where are you going
1: uh Cantley, um already talked about him quite a bit. Uh, Thigala, and then um, I would probably get somebody kind of mid-range, like just Jordan Spieth-ish.
0: That's not a bad move. Uh, I'm going to go Cantley, Cam Young, and Max Homa. That's where I'll be starting things out. And this is a fun week with a loaded field, but usually the cream rises to the crop in these events. Who you got winning this thing? It's a great
1: question. I mean, Sung J at 35, I think, is uh, is, is good odds there. Um, it starts to get a little bit more sketch kind of when you get down below about that 35 to 40 range. I mean, like Tom Kim being 40 join this field, I don't know yeah. about that. I think that's probably a bit of a stretch. If you want to look at, like, more of the favorites, unfortunately, lay is third betting favorite at 14 to 1, but – I like him to win, so fourteen to one. If you hit that, is Still fourteen x your money. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Victor at thirty five is interesting. I think that's got a little. Eventually, you think he's going to win one of these big ones. It just feels like he's going to, but maybe I'm just overthinking things. But he'd be one that I wouldn't mind. Long shots are tricky. The more I look at them down here, Rom at twenty. When was the last time we saw Rahmit? Yeah, twenty. That's I,
1: I, yeah. It's getting up there, man.
0: That's an, an interesting one to look at as well. is um, the
1: same price.
0: As because yes. Rom John Rom shit yeah that's times uh, it have says changed says a lot it says a lot but it also Fitzpatrick's up to fourteen with Cantley and Thomas and Xander yeah. so that says a lot too yes but uh, whew, gonna be some fun numbers here um, yeah I think I'm with you I, I think Sungjae nice I think uh, I mentioned uh, Victor at 35 Henley at 50 I think Henley's real close to putting one together and then home at 50 I don't mind either that's a guy that can win on any any event any field does not matter. For sure. All right. Um, That's going to wrap us up. Any final thoughts for the uh, FedEx St. Jude? I don't. All right. It's going to be a fun one. We get 122 golfers, um, T65 and ties. Next week, 70 golfers, and then down to 30 golfers before we hit the President's Cup and the fall swing of things. If you have any questions, we're on Twitter at alwayspressdfs. Jesse's at Gods. I'm at entrick, and good luck, everybody. We'll the
1: show goes on oh. the morning the oh. dreams no longer anybody ever wonder when they would see the just up. remember when we come up the show